You get a chance to continue my legacy here in pinstripes, you know, in the you know best city in the world, the best baseball city in the front of the best fans. This is uh, an incredible honor. Allen's driven deep to left field. There's a flight. See ya. A long home run for Judge. Derek Cole goes the distance. This is 161st Street, Yankee Stadium. Welcome back to episode number 151 for Train Savages podcast. Rob, the Yanks won a series, but they did it in, you know, leaving us the grossest taste in our mouth possible. Um, absolutely demolished yesterday after a couple, couple all right wins, taking two out of three from the Seattle Mariners who are coming back to life a little bit. They're hovering, hovering around 500. Um, how are we feeling, man? Texas Rangers this weekend, another big series. Mm-hmm. Gotta keep trying to win series. How are we? Personally, I'm doing good. Personally, I'm doing good. I, it, but I will say in the Yankee fandom, um, I, I'm a little frustrated. I'm definitely a little frustrated and that's weird coming off of, a, I could tell coming off. It of was a, a series win. It was a series win. Um, but I, I was in attendance for at Fenway for the weekend. That was just mm-hmm. a, for the only way that you could really describe it was a slaughter, especially hard <laughs> to use that. But on Friday I was there terrible game, basically a carbon copy of what happened in the final game with Domingo Domingo pitching in both of the games and then the rain out on Saturday. And I ended up staying and watching the first game on Sunday which the Yankees got off to a lead, but then they gave it up and they got swept in that series. And then they obviously split with the Mets earlier. And then this series they win. So I can't complain about, we we never complain about series wins, but the way that this team's, apart, the, the way that, yeah, the way that this team looks is, um, Willie Calhoun goes down. Willie Calhoun is on the 10 day IL. Comical. We got some somewhat positive news about Aaron judge recently that he's mm-hmm. maybe, throwing a little bit, maybe doing some T work or, or doing some sort of hitting this weekend, which is positive news. But um, it pisses me off that this is the way that this team looks without Aaron judge. Yeah. And even in those first two games that the Yankees won against Seattle, which I, uh, the offense was rolling when you have McKinney hitting home runs and you have Volpe hitting a home run here, Bowers hitting a home run. But the first game, they score three runs. In the second game, they score four runs. And a win is a win. But this offense still is waiting for other guys to break out, specifically Giancarlo Stanton. We're still DJ looking at DJ LeMayhew. Anthony Rizzo in the first game did have three hits, but he's still – we want him getting going in a better fashion. And th- I, I got to say this. The the one that – the thing that pisses me off the most is the amount – in the past week or two, the, the amount of errors on the base paths and the errors in the field, it it I, like JD getting picked off on, again in Fenway too. Yeah, it gives me way too much 2021 Yankee vibes, mm-hmm. and we, we, they they fixed it in 2022. They were playing very good defense and they were making smart decisions on the base paths, but 
like Rizzo making errors. Even we know Josh Donaldson is supposed to be a stud in the field, but they're making errors. And I know yesterday they were down by eight runs at that point, but it just shows you mentally where they are. And it's saying if they have championship aspirations, which is what Hal and Cashman and Boone and everyone has, like it just, they're not going to do it. If this is the way that they're playing, it's going at some point or another in the playoffs that will show its head. That kind yeah. of stuff will happen. So it's concerning after a series win. I know people may say, why are you complaining that much? But it's, it's saying they got to get back on track if they really want to do some damage in the postseason. Yeah. And like you said, I mean, on top of just all the errors, it's, it's mental mistakes too. I mean, you can run it back to Glaber the week before um, with a ton of mental mistakes. But like you said, Rizzo, Missing one right under the glove. That's a little funky. Donaldson, I don't know. Is it getting to him now, Rob? We had DFA chance in there. Um, was, it DFA, was it DFA yeah, chance? They, they I, I think DFA it was, chance? I didn't know it was specifically DFA chance. I know he was hearing it, but I didn't know if it was, if it, yeah, it was one, DFA. One of my buddies texted me, and he was like, not cool to chant DFA Donaldson or whatever. And I'm like, bro, maybe if he did something while he was at the plate here and didn't pimp like eight balls off the wall that turned into singles and do push-ups and the base pass, like maybe he won't get those chants, but mm-hmm. I don't really care. You know, obviously we see, uh, we see Hicks thriving in Baltimore. So ripping him is not necessarily going to do anything, but JD's washed Rob. So mm-hmm. I don't really mind it, but yeah, like you said, the lineup is really gross right now. Um, this is kind of what we expect out of Stan. I mean, is it fair to say they rushed him back, you know, one that, rehab game uh, after missing a month and a half? Maybe. Because um, he's just kind of looking at pitches at times, too. Like, he's just – it still seems like he's trying to see the ball out of the pitcher's hand. He's still trying to get timing down. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of my excuse for G. I still anticipate him turning it around. But DJ, man, I mean – I'm raising the flag a little bit. I know you were at the beginning, not raising the flag at the beginning, but you were skeptical. And I was like, I, nah, I, DJ's got well, it. Uh, I, I wasn't skeptical. Of his production? I don't, not really the offensive side of the ball. I was more skeptical about his health. Health. But he's yeah. played upwards of 60 games now. Uh-huh. And he just, I, I mean, his on base is not where it should be. He is striking out striking more than out he ever has at, in his career more than he ever has in his career and he showed a little frustration going into the dugout yesterday um they gave him the two days off you asked me i think you texted me um you're saying he was hurt yeah he thought he was hurt but uh jack curry and todd frazier did a feature on it totally yes that worked and they talked about how yeah the yankees pretty much gave him a mental break sort of like the mets did with daniel vogelback that came out uh with uh with what the uh, New York teams were doing. So they Down gave him a mental break. Average. Um, this is this is unforeseen, Rob, or I would say this is unseen territory from of, of what DJ LeMahieu has done in his career. His OBP uh, is 286. That's really bad. <laughs> like, it, really bad. So is we could Worst be Worst of his career, by I, I far. Hate to, I hate to say it, but it could be the situation that this is, this is like the reality of that of DJ. I, I think he will be better. Mm-hmm. I don't think he'll be this bad. Like he could, but we've said it before that you're not getting 2019 DJ or 2020 DJ or yeah or that because that that was such an elite player and just 
there at some point there could be a, a fall off, but now it's like seven fifty okay. OPS DJ is what we should expect. That, that, like seven twenty, we seven fifty, something like that. That's what we which were is, looking for, but which is kind of what he was last year as a whole. I know he had that really bad stretch and really good stretch, but he ended last year with a seven thirty four OPS. Right now he's sitting at six sixty eight, but mm. I mean, literally, if you just look at the on base percentage between this year and last year, Rob, three fifty seven last year. 286 this year this year that is really 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 bad like i can't emphasize that enough and i said it would be oh uh you know if if donaldson starts hitting but now donaldson he mr mr meaningless home run himself yeah i i i I, when i was in boston and i was there for that friday game the yanks are down 13 to 1 i said (laughs) i turned to uh uh, my girlfriend's sister's boyfriend, who is mm-hmm. a Red Sox fan, I turn to him and I go, watch Josh Donaldson hit a home run a over nuke. the monster when it's 13-1. What did he do? Hits a home run. Mr. <laughs> Meaningless home run. And yeah. we thought, drawing it back to DJ, I said, okay, well, if Donaldson could, I don't know, just give us anything, that yeah. opens the door for him to play. But he, he's not doing Like, he's hitting 160. I think his OPS is in the 600s now. I mean, they were saying, oh, uh, you know, he's got the home runs, there. but I, I hate to check. Cause if, if you hit a home run, you hit a home run. But I mean, I, it, every one of these home runs that he's hit have been in games that just, it hasn't mattered. And I hate to do that because yeah. major league hitting a, hitting a base. I, I couldn't do what Josh Donaldson does, but I'm just a fan and I'm not. talking that, but I mean, his slugging percentage is 613 or sorry, his OPS is 613 slugging yeah, percentage, 413, but a 200 uh, on base percentage. So <laughs> he's hitting 127, Rob. So not great. Thought, huh? So you, you don't have that option of saying, all right, Donaldson, all right, DJ's taking a set. Maybe we could get something from Donaldson. Donaldson's not giving that to you. But then you say, okay, I mean, the Yankees came out. They said Peraza's still going to spend time in AAA. He's not coming up, so you're not. You think they're going to trade him? Like, I think they have. Is that what's going on? They have to be looking to trade him. I told you. Maybe they they, go after Arenado, like Cardinals having fire sale. Who knows, dude? I know. I I would love that. I would love that. Um, But JB's eight for 63 on the year. Mm -hmm. Six six bombs. Um, Cashman said that they're going to really focus on Peraza's development. And the Yankees what still have mean? the Yankees still have a lot of infielders right now, and outfielders. That's why we play bad defense, Rob. <laughs> and to me, you say, well, the way JD is playing, the way that DJ is playing, hell, give Peraza a shot. But it sounds like they just want to focus on his development. So from that standpoint, they could be focusing on trading him. Because I don't think they, they want him to come up and not produce, you know, because the, then value goes down again. True. But then the other side of the coin is I've looked, I, I made this point to you. I've, we've seen what the Yankees have done with position guys and they hold on to them far too long or yeah. they, they 100%. just hold. So that's where I have a little skepticism where I'm saying, you know, I, I don't know. They could. Because if they what made a decision avenues, on Glaber, you know, that depends on everything too. What other avenues could they really go down? So that they could they trade Peraza? Yeah. Um, but also too, I, I said this that the tra- the trade market may not be the same as what it has been in past no. years because there's so many more teams that are saying, Hey, we have a shot. We could be mm-hmm. they'll they'll be I mean it's far fetched, but they'll be saying to themselves, Hey, we could be the Phillies of twenty twenty two. We can make a I mean, just World look Series at the last run. 
just look at the last 10 days in baseball. I mean, you got the Reds hot, the Giants hot. I mean, all these random teams that no one kind of expects to be in the mix, they're in the mix. So Reds aren't selling at the deadline, you know, they're buying now. So that gives you the impression that, hey, the trade market may not be the same. And what you may think that you get for Peraza is not what you may want. So um, it really like you say, oh, trade for a guy in July. I don't you're not going to be able to trade for him. So uh, I don't think you're going to be able to make a trade in July. You may be screaming that from the rooftops, but. I don't think so. You, so you know what would have solved this problem? One of these problems, Rob. If you they just figured go, it out in spring training. Yeah, you just maybe go into the the season with like I don't know a left fielder because <laughs> you, you know we never had one of those. <laughs> Nothing's changed. I feel like we've had the same problem for two years. Nothing's now. changed, but also where you thought, okay, DJ's got to be solid. DJ's not yeah, good. Things gotten worse. Things have know? gotten worse. So. Yeah, DJ's. I, I mean, DJ's line just looks bad. Like it's it's comparable to if anyone's ripping Volpe, you know, have that same energy towards a yeah. tenured vet and DJ. I, no, yeah, their their line, their slash lines are similar. I, I the the what you're ripping Volpe for. I mean, he's a rookie, so he's gonna get that slack, and I understandably he's so. Got Ten with, dingers on with, the year too, with, but. He, I think the focus more so if you're talking, I agree with that. I think the focus would be more, Hey, like, what are you doing? DJ, we need you to support us here. Um, Is there like a phantom thing- IL coming for that? You think, I mean, they, I, uh, Yankees got to do some funny business in there. No, I, it's in their DNA. So they it do funky business. Um, but like you said, you mentioned with Glaber, Glaber has really been there. I mean, and the the bar is not high right he's now. He's only got a seven fifty six OPS. But that that's what I'm saying because like he's producing for us. His though, on base compared to everyone else. Oh, absolutely. He, Glaber is producing compared to everyone else. Got twelve home runs on the year, thirty RBIs, two fifty three average, three twenty eight on base. So solid on base. Um, and he's having the, a fine year. He's having a fine year, but like in past years, I this is if the rest of the lineup was doing well, then. I mean, if you have Peraza playing the way he is, that's where I'd mm-hmm. say, okay, maybe maybe you would want to dump Glaber or not dump Glaber, but see what you can get for him and then shift in Peraza. But they can't exactly. do that because Glaber's that yeah. one guy that is <laughs> giving them a semblance of a of an offense exactly here and there. So because in in theory, if Glaber's your fifth best hitter on your team, then you're like, okay, yeah, Glaber's a great compliment to G and DJ and Judge mm-hmm. and everyone else, but he's like one of your two guys producing right now. Yeah. Your only guy. I I will. I will want to make this point though, from what we've seen in him in the past month and a half has really put me in a place where I'm saying like when he came out and he, he was scorching hot, people are saying Mm -hmm. extend Glaber, extend Glaber. But what I've seen and he's 26 now, I I don't know if I want to give him more than a, three to four year extension if that no i agree i i, I still think he's one of the the more productive second baseman oh, absolutely in, in, I, the, in the american league yeah yeah absolutely i i agree with that but the um i think I, this I, is him though a high seven ops guy no that yeah i think this is him and that's that's what's that's what's going to be thought of when the yankees go into negotiating but i just yeah. from where from where i mean the rest of the team has to play better they have to uh-huh. hit better and he's and for I don't know for him to be the one outstanding guy at this point I think is not really 
ideal because like you'd want you want Rizzo you want Rizzo to compliment everyone he needs to move he needs to provide depth in the order not be that guy that needs to produce I think he he, on the pecking order you could really say he's the fourth guy behind you would think judge judge Stanton Mm -hmm. Rizzo Rizzo, and then if you want to put DJ DJ, who should be yeah so it's it's and a honestly tough spot. Willie Calhoun losing losing Willie's kind of a big deal right now. Like he it was is. one of three guys producing him, Bowers, Glaber ish. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's kind of a big loss. Billy McKinney. We need to talk more about Billy McKinney because he's been ridiculous too. Billy McKinney has been quite good. Um, all right, we've talked enough about just airing out our grievances for yeah, now. Drama. <laughs> um yeah, Cold from day. what happened in the uh, yeah, let's just talk about let's just talk talk about the game one because I don't know, <laughs> I don't need to go back and talk about that Red Sox stuff because that shit pissed me off. Um, just a wash of a weekend, literally, no pun intended. Was the stadium dope though? The it tour? was. We had a okay. fun time. We did the tour. It was fun. It started raining towards the end, but it was a it was a fun time to go back to Fenway. And um, did you drive back Sunday after the game? Yeah, we drove back, and actually okay. it wasn't a bad drive. It wasn't bad actually. No, not real traffic once we got out of the city. So it that's was, like three hours, right? Boston to Connecticut. Um, was it four? It was about. I think it was about. Yeah, it was like two and a half. About two, two and a half, half hours. Yeah. Um, yeah, Boston right. smooth. So game one of the Seattle series, Garrett Cole, outstanding performance, goes seven and a third, four hits, one earned run, eight Ks, one walk. Rizzo opened it up with a ball that almost got off uh, into the seats, but he uh, bounced off the top of the wall. Yankees go up one nothing. Then Billy McKinney hits a home run to right center, puts them up three nothing. Uh, Kelnick got a run in the top of the six to make it 3-1, but Garrett Cole was rolling, and he also had mm-hmm. some words to say to the Mariners, specifically manager uh, Scott Survey. How do you pronounce his last name? Cervase? Um Yeah, I think it's Cervase. Uh So there was a there was a catch of Both him. Both quotes are amazing. There was a catch of him, Cervase, wagging his finger at the Yankees or at Cole directly uh, about something. And then Cole wagged his finger back in a mocking way, which was just awesome to see and provided mm-hmm. us with the meme of the year. Um, and the Yankees go ahead and close this one out. Thanks to Clay Holmes with a really good performance with, I think he went an inning and two thirds. Uh, so Clay looks very good. That's somewhat of a silver lining in this challenging time of when we were killing Clay about his, his bad performances uh, re- in April that he picked it up towards the end of May and into June. Uh, Stanton looked really bad in this one. Uh, Rizzo had his, as I said earlier, had his three hit game. Um, but the Yankees come away with it, uh, and a dub. So, and they, and they hit, they hit Kirby hard, who I think paid like 11 of us the first time he, he, uh, he faced the Yankees this year. So I was going into this game thinking, oh God, this is not going to be pretty. Cole's going to shove, Kirby's going to shove, and the Yankees are going to go down like four nothing or something like that because the pen. Pen blows it, but yeah, it was good to see at least McKinney hit a little bit. Obviously, th- uh, Rizzo got his three his three knocks in there, but um, like you said, I mean, this was literally this was cold day to a T. Um, and then you love his quotes after the game, Rob. He's like, "Yeah, their manager had some uh some choice words for me, and he started wagging his finger at me, so I wagged my finger at him." It was just like perfect quote, man. I you just gotta love Kermit. 
Hello, yeah. everyone. Kermit the Frog here. <gasps> so great. ERA down to a ERA down to a two six four on the year, Rob. Back in that Cy Young race, I'd say I think McClanahan. I looked late last. It was like two two or two one. So pretty sure he got, sure he got work, hurt. But... He got hurt yesterday too. McClanahan. Hey, Garrett Garrett goes out there, gives you every five day ball. You know. That, Clay that, Holmes that, that could be two, the dif- three, five. differentiating uh, thing for the Cy Young. Yeah, Clay has looked mm-hmm. very good, which we have to continue to say. Um, has he officially earned your trust back, or do you still have? Uh... It's it's just tough. It's kind of the same. It's just still the same deal as Chapman when he like when Chapman had would have his crazy hot streaks for like six weeks. You're like, yeah, he's unhittable right now. But when he's, we know it'll end at some point, and he'll implode a little bit implode probably a bad choice of words considering the news lately honestly but um but um he's earned a level of trust at the moment i'm not going to freak out when he does have a bad outing um but i think it was the freak outs were kind of warranted at the beginning of the year he was having a very rough stretch but but right now he's proved he should be the dude closing games because it's not my king you know my king's going through a rough patch ron just went through a rough patch so i think Clay's been kind of a pretty good silver lining as of late. Uh-huh. Uh, all right. Game two, which was on Wednesday. Johnny Brito, real one of his best career starts, if not against his best. Luis Castillo. Against Luis Castillo. Brito Should goes five and Yankee. two thirds. Yeah. Goes five and two thirds, two hits, zero earned runs, one walk, three Ks. Uh, I think Jack Curry was saying that it was the other comparable one that I had to agree with for his best start was probably that first one against San Francisco. He looked really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd have to really dive back into the game logs to see, but that that comes to mind as one of his best starts. And hey, he, he went might be toe to toe with Herman. So yeah, he went toe to toe with Castillo, and uh, he he put forth a really good effort and, and put the Yankees in a position to win. Uh, mm-hmm. Bowers let it off in the bottom of the third with a two run home run. Uh, McKinney then again in the bottom of the fourth hits a home run to put him up three to nothing. Volpe home run in the bottom of the seventh. And then uh, the Mariners uh, cut it to a two run game. uh, But then the Yankees were able to close it out. Uh, Mike King had some trouble in this one. So Mm -hmm. to talk about these sort of next man up guys again, we wouldn't want it to be the direct source of the offense but in this series it kind of was oh yeah but billy mckinney up to this second game had a ops well over a thousand and a batting average over 300 and in 12 of the first 13 games as a yankee he had a hit in each of those games um Mm -hmm. i was there in fenway and he, he was he was striking the ball around a little bit while he was in while he was playing in those games uh so it's just weird the yankees get these guys and they come in and and Pat, I, I was thinking about this too. When you have guys like Bowers and McKinney, the Yankees have in past years looked for lefty pop in any way that they can. So these two lefties are making an impact. We'd like, you know, the front other... office is loving it. <laughs> they they are loving it, but yeah. they're also, I mean, as fans, I'm saying at the same time, can the top of the order be the Do guys? Something. So yeah. then Bowers and McKinney can be good can complimentary compliment. exactly. pieces. <laughs> but, you know, Wishful McKinney with a nowadays. <laughs> oh yeah, McKinney with a 984 OPS through 13 games, Rob. Yeah, and he's got um four. He's got seven extra base hits in 13 games. Donaldson has eight hits on the year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
McKinney's got seven extra base hits in his last 13. But yeah, I mean, to point out Bowers too, Rob, I mean, Bowers, Bowers can hit. Bowers oh, can he hit. can he can hit for sure, and it's a shame he doesn't really have a position. Um, but I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna see if you'll like my comparison to last year of someone that that I'm thinking of in a second. Okay. But I mean, his line is getting pretty pretty solid for the year. It's not really that small of a sample size anymore. He's played 41 games at 124 playing appearances. He's got a 796 OPS, Rob, a 118 OPS plus. He's slugging 481. 230 batting average, 315 on base. Um, he's kind of doing it. Six homers. So is this a Matt Carpenter-esque type of dude right now? He doesn't really have a position. He's a lefty, and he can kind of rake. Yeah. I, he's, he's not, not a veteran a- bat, obviously, but he's he's doing Matt Matty Carp's things, I think. Because if, no. if the team gets healthy – is he going to be the dude off the bench and then he gets defensive replaced at the end of the day or he comes in in a big situation, pinch hit, something like that? I don't think that's a bad comparison at all, actually. Um, I, to look at the direct comparison between their numbers, I, maybe Carpenter had a little bit more power. I mean, Carpenter was... Well, Carpenter was home. like the best player in baseball while he was a Yankee <laughs> Carpenter was, this year. Carpenter was sending homers like it was nobody's yeah. business over. I'm talking right the side. role, though. But yeah, no, I think I think as a role, and he's uh, he's he spent a lot of time in the in the minors, um, uh-huh. and this is sort of his opportunity because of guys down for the Yankees outfield. Uh, but I I just his defense does scare me, like the the ball. Yeah, he he, the, he doesn't have a position. But like that, he, that's what um, it is in my head. I, I yeah, I think he is somewhat of the the rest of the team gets to start playing better than he 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 absolutely is because mm-hmm. him in a um in a role where he's not asked to do as much would be I, I you don't know you could get a lot more you could it could be a lot of value um or if we just need to see if if it is because he's playing with more time I don't know but he you know would be great he's definitely that doing well if he was the seven hitter and DHing, yeah. you know but on back to Ross not that I don't love G but roster constructions kind of crappy you have God I mean forbid, I can I can look the at outfield the, he finally exactly. played the outfield in the last game and yeah got torched but exactly. like I can look at the the roster right now and you legitimately have counting Stan you have at least three DHs on the team Bowers Willie Stan who else am I missing He's got to be one more. Um, I mean, what do you DJ define as Waldo as? DJ. Yeah, I guess, you know. So it's 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 kind of stinks because Bowers can be a really nice compliment to a healthy lineup. But when this team is rolling, is there a spot for him? If Stan's DHing, like not really, you know. I don't know. But hopefully they yeah. just and roster instructions makes no sense, dude. Yeah. Like no sense. So so let's leave it off at this with the series. They got smacked in game three. I don't even want to I didn't watch I didn't watch the last eight. Terrible games. defense. Donaldson F up, then Herman dropping the ball. Herman looked terrible. Terrible. He Was he cheating? Is that a thing? Yeah. That's what I'm the, seeing on the, the la- internet. The last two games, people definitely think so. Um, Seventeen runs. Seven Impressive. it's really it was really bad. It's really bad. And um, he was nasty. I, I I still think I still think he's good, but the, the evidence yeah. we got to we got to see more. But um, it's not in the right direction at this moment in time. But the Yankees look terrible. Game three, turn that shit off in like the fourth or fifth, and actually maybe earlier. Um, watched a little bit of the NBA draft and went to bed. 
But the the so it was eight nothing in game, the third. Game three was bad. But I wanted it to I guess because we mentioned the the Stanton um the Stanton playing in the field. So Stanton finally mm-hmm. played the field in game three, and Jack Flaherty made the point on the broadcast that I thought was really good. Um that when Stanton we've we've known like the numbers when Stanton plays the field translate to when he's hitting and I also think when he's going through this terrible stretch which he is going through a terrible stretch maybe they rushed him back maybe he's just playing bad we don't really know we want him to get back on track but he the point could be made of when he the Yankees decide to put him in the field and I mean he got hurt when he was playing as a DH so it's it, to me it's just like the logic is play him in the there. outfield play yeah. him in the outfield but also too by putting him in the outfield that can sort of take his mind off saying if, if he's just DHing the full time, he's, and he's sitting over in the, three with three K's. He's sitting in the dugout. He's just, he can't contribute in any other way to the team that could one mm-hmm. as a mental thing, take his mind off, you know, hitting his completely. next AB or his last and, AB. His, and, and he could say, all right, I'm contributing to the team in this way. So I, I, I really think that plays a, an enormous factor. 100%. And, and I mean, he played in the national league for a long time. So putting him back, in the outfield they luckily did it in the last game and i hope they continue to do it a few times out of the week just to get him in a rhythm and at this point it's just like he we we know he has the injuries he's going to get hurt from time to time it's just mm-hmm. the reality of the situation just play him in the outfield because it, it's not st- it's not preventing anything anyway yeah i you mean know, he, the DHing isn't preventing anything I, I mean, and two, to play him in the outfield, like he's a good enough athlete where I think that they're not going to, he's not going to really miss a beat. Sure. He may be slow to some balls here and there, but, but he's not going to take like bad routes to balls. Know, like we've seen Bowers do yeah, ex- and like completely exactly. misjudge balls. So it's like, I'd rather see a, you know, a serviceable outfielder that, you know, might not be able to track everything down because he's Giancarlo Stanton, but at least he knows how to take a route to a ball and read a fly ball to the track and get a feel for where the wall is and stuff like that. But, exactly. I mean, I'm in lockstep with you. They what are the odds they play him tonight, Rob back to back in the field. Oh, no chance. Zero I, Saturday. I think they may like, but it's Saturday a day game. Cause then I hear, oh, I hear them Saturday, saying this, so, I hear right, them here, going, Oh, we're not going to play G in a day game after a night game. Here, here's my prediction for that Saturday. I think, cause it's at it's a four, four o'clock game four, yeah. and then Sunday is at one. They sit him Sunday, but they play him in the field tomorrow and they DH him tonight. That's what I think they're going to do. Or they sit him on Saturday, and then they play him on the field on Sunday. Although they may be like, oh, we don't want to play him on a on a sunny day because the, the cramps may, uh, I don't know, some, the yeah. weather, something uh, stupid. Especially um, if, God forbid, they win a game. Like, say they win tonight. They're going to take tomorrow easy, and they'll kind of put in a decent thing, lineup on Sunday. Here's the thing. Well, let's 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 go through. Uh, we could talk about Texas. Texas is a good team, man. They're a dude. Good they're like team. my favorite team in the league. Like line, like roster wise, from top Cor- to bottom. Corey Seager's they're so good. Corey Seager's baseball savant is crazy right now. The whole it, team is gross. Yeah, Josh Jung, their third baseman, is like raking. I don't know. They're good. They're a good wow. team. Um, Nathan right. Valdi might win the Cy Young. Like happy <laughs> insult to injury, literally. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's do our um savages of the series and MVPs Dewar. are sucking. I'm gonna go with Garrett Cole. Masterful performance. Gave him the finger wag. Petty Garrett. 
Savage Garrett, whatever you want to call it. Actually, Savage Garrett is the way to go with this and the way that he wagged his finger at the manager of the Mariners and giving it back to them was awesome to see. Just outstanding by Garrett Cole all year, except for the month of May, a little bit of the month of May, but he's getting that ERA back down, which the uh, casual baseball fans would love to see. And they, mm-hmm. to, to, you know, to, 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 to point, well, his ERA is over three. So it's, <laughs> it's well below three now and he's continuing it to go. And, and uh, he pitches, would he pitch Sunday this weekend? I think he pitched Garrett? Sunday. Yeah. I think because he paid he pitched Tuesday. So I think Tuesday. he may pitch on uh yeah, Sunday. He could. Um but Garrett Cole, my savage of the series. Way to go, Garrett. Well deserved. Had to give it to him at some point. Um I could go Rito Rob, but I'm gonna go Billy McKinney because I don't think I've given it to him so far. Uh four for nine in the series, Rob. Two homers, three RBIs, two runs scored, a walk, no case. Putting the ball in play, little journeyman action. Um, he's simply just raking for the Yankees. Mm-hmm. It's the easiest way to put it. He raked in this series. Um, he essentially won the Yankees game two or game one um, when he had his two run shot because outside of that, the only run was a Rizzo double, I believe, uh, in the beginning of the game. And that's that. So I got to go, Billy. I mean, it's kind of next man up type of vibes. And Unfortunately, I'm here for it. It's because I'd like it, my team pinned, to just be healthy. But we're pinned in a corner. We have to. <laughs> we have to deal with it. Yes, All right. Uh, the uh, MVPs of sucking for this series. They stink. I am gonna go with John Carlos Stanton, and honestly, it could go for the last series as well. Um, got to get back on track, Big G. Got to be better. Hopefully, if you start playing the field a little bit more, you start playing better. But. Um, I mean, his average, I think the Yes Network showed a stat that his I think it's average, it's like 0.089 since Judge went oh, down. Oh, without Judge. Oh, it's God. just not good. So be better, Giancarlo. <sighs> Josh Donaldson, Rob. No also, hits. Honor- honorable mention, we could say Domingo, but that's Yeah, just... <laughs> I think I gave it to Domingo. Oh, wait, no, I didn't give it to Domingo. I gave him Savage of the Series, I think. Before the Sox, the, whatever. Yeah, before the Sox one, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Could be Domingo, but I want to pick on JD. 0 for 10, no walks, two Ks. He had one play where he could have received two errors on the play. Impressive. Um, it's DFA chance, and you stink. So mm-hmm. 25 mil, Josh Donaldson. MVP is sucking. Eight yeah. hits on the year, six of them homers. Talk about swinging out of your shoes. Not good. He'll just uh, run into one. Um. So, yeah, the Yankees pitch Clark Schmidt tonight, 7.05 start versus uh, Dunning, and then Severino on Saturday. Cole will pitch Sunday, and then they go to Oakland, which hopefully they can rattle off some wins and just sweep them on the road. Uh, but the Texas Rangers are a really good team, and uh, mm-hmm. you, you won the last series, so that's good, but you're playing the number one team in the AL West and who are beating out the Houston Astros at the time. And that's, I mean, usually well, say they're a top three team in baseball too. They're, honestly. Yeah. They're a well-managed team with Bochi and they, I mean, they don't have their ACE and Grom for the rest of the year, but they're still excelling, which is, they don't uh, have a hole on their team, Rob. Yeah. Um, it's, I would love uh, that lineup. it's, it's, it's a really good quality team. So, and, and they beat the Yankees beat them at, 
Texas or no, actually take that back. They lost to Texas. I thought they, mm-hmm. I thought that they won. They got, they got beat three out of four at Texas. So this is a team that has your number at least in 2023 and you need to go out and you need to, you need to win the series, especially after just a pitiful last weekend. Um, and the weekend prior being being rough. I mean, th- that week actually being rough when you lost to Chicago and Boston and, and just just win the get back to a week of winning series is what the, the moral yes. of the story is. Win back to back series. Mm-hmm. You see what Ezekiel Duran's doing, Rob? Pretty sure he went in the Joey Gallo trade to Texas. Oh, God. Have you seen what he's been doing for them? No. He'd be the best player on our team. Just 55 games, uh, hitting 310, 355 on base, slugging 524, 140 OPS. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) And he's backing up Corey Seager now. Wow. Wow. If you literally go to their baseball reference page, I mean, it's all good. Like, there's nothing bad. (laughs) It's a good team. It's good. And it's a a challenge. Yeah. And they they see John Gray on uh, on Saturday, I think you said. Mm -hmm. He's been nasty this year. Um, does Heaney pitch? Do we get to Heaney see Heaney? does pitch against Cole. Oh, let's go. Heaney's having a decent year, too. We don't see Evaldi, though, right? No, they yeah, do not see Evaldi. They do not see Evaldi. Um, let's go, so, Clark. So, big Clark. Clark is, uh, I mean, Clark on the last Saturday was uh, good. Good. Um, he got Until a little pickup last, at the end. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see what he does tonight and uh, go win the series, man. Go go make the Yankee fans feel better a Big little better from um, because, I, I mean, just the way that they ended this Seattle series couldn't have been any worse um, mm-hmm. despite a series win. But you got to go out and, and go win the series again uh, against Texas. So uh, that's it for this episode. Episode number 151 for Train Savages podcast. Thanks once again for listening. Leave us a rate and review. Subscribe to the pod. Follow us at Four Savages on Twitter, at Four Train Savages on Instagram, as well as on TikTok. Go win the series, and hopefully we'll be a little bit more in a, a brighter mood for the next episode of a series win would be nice. Don't lose 10 to 1 or no, anything like don't. that. Don't lose. And shout out IKF for, for being the next uh, MVP candidate, pitching and hitting. Yep. boy, IKF. Two-way player. 500 mil. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.